Okay, let's review this shit movie yep. already. And a name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one in the back. Hello, everybody. You're listening to the Good Day for a Movie Podcast. I'm Jacob, joined as always by Sage and Tate. What's up? 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 Unfortunately, today, bad day in the Why? office. No, well, because I have to review this movie. But I had a decent day in the office. It was very chaotic, annoying day, but I'll still take that over Excel spreadsheets and. Mm, I love Excel. Piped burst pipes. Yeah, that's no fun. No, yeah. that's certainly no fun. Or like hail damage that totaled every single car in Austin. Yeah, mm. that's also not fun. <laughs> that's so tough. Wow, when it, that hailstorm was crazy. I think, did I send you guys Snapchats of it? Yeah, that was yeah. insane. Yeah, that was insane. I don't think I've ever seen a storm like that hard. When it was funny, I was watching Sunday Night Football, and like during the game, they were giving it a little news banner, and like during some commercial breaks, they would just go to like the people that were like, oh, hey, by the way, we have severe thunderstorms and severe hail that's projected to hit North Austin. And it just, and it like, I was like, get out of here. This is so annoying. Like, I'm not in North Austin. And then, like, 20 minutes later, it's like, oh, now it's reaching this county. It was like, oh, and now it's reaching this county. And now it's in your county projected in about an hour. And I was like, okay. I looked out the window and the thunder was just insane in the distance. And I was like, okay. And then it got the lightning was insane in the distance. Yeah, lightning. Um, And then when the hail came, it was fucking wild. Was it big hail? Yeah. I mean, bigger than I've seen ever in Colorado. Okay. It was like they were, so I guess some areas got two to three inch size hail, which is golf ball pushing tennis ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, the biggest one I saw was probably golf ball, but Damn. majority of the ones that I was in, like in that I saw were between, I don't know, like a tiny small ones to golf ball. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get my car probably totaled after this. So at least I'll get a fat check. Damn. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that sucks. Is the body pretty damaged too? Yeah, I'll have to send you a video. Like, yeah, the that dents are insane. So bad. <laughs> and just when I was walking to, out to my car in the morning to go check, I just saw shattered rear windows in the parking lot, and I was like, "Damn, that sucks." Just not even thinking that that <laughs> that was gonna be a possibility. I was just like, that's "Damn, so that's crazy. Up. That sucks that that happened to them." And I would just see like a giant crater in the windshield with just like, and I was like, "Fuck, that sucks for them." And I just got to mine. And I was like, shit. I was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, that sucks big time. Yeah, I'm going to go get windshield and rear window replaced tomorrow morning. So, yeah, but it's all right. It do yeah. be that way. Yeah, it, it do be that way sometimes. Just put your totaled money into Bitcoin. And yeah. then like two or three years, you can buy a brand new car. Buy that brand new Bugatti. Uh, don't go Bugatti. I woke up in a new Bugatti. Yeah. All right, Tate. What movie did we watch? We watched Escape from New York. Uh, starring Jeff Bridges and <laughs> funny Joe, Kurt Russell, <laughs> uh, and literally no one else that I know other than Har- Harvey. What's his name? Dean Stanton, Harry Dean Stanton, uh, Ernest Borgnine, Lee Van Cleef, Donald Pleasance, Isaac Hayes. 
Those are some big names. Yeah, I didn't recognize any of them. <laughs> but uh, from the from seventy one, I think. So it's uh, how about ten years later from nineteen eighty one. Eighty one. Directed by John Carpenter in 1997, when the U.S. president crashes into Manhattan, now a giant maximum security prison, a convicted bank robber is sent to rescue him. Um, not streaming anywhere, available for rent. I guess it, it is technically on some of the free options, your Freevee, your uh, Roku channel, Pluto TV. Yeah, I watched um, it with the free ads, and it wasn't too bad. There's probably like five of them that lasted like three minutes, but at least it gave me a minute to go do something. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Jacob, you've, you've seen this. I had seen this. I saw this August 2021. Um, I'll talk about my thoughts on that on the other side. Sage, what were your thoughts when you heard about this? I, did, I had no thoughts. I was like, whatever. <laughs> how how did you come across this movie? Um, I, I think I was just saying, I, um, I think I said at the end of the last one, I just mm-hmm. was kind of wanting an action. And um, I just, so I just Googled, like, what are some of the best actions? And I looked at a couple lists and... This was one that showed up on one that just kind of caught my eye right off the bat. And it, the, I think, honestly, the fact that it was like an hour and 39 or whatever it was is what really drew me to it. Was I was like, a short action on this list from 81 sounds kind of cool. Um, and it just sounded kind of chaotic, like from the plot. So I didn't really know what to expect, and I think I liked that. Yeah, that was it. All righty, well, let's get into this thing on the other side. Nineteen eighty-eight, the crime rate in the United States rises four hundred percent. Nineteen ninety-one, the United States police force is formed. Nineteen ninety-seven, New York City is a walled maximum security prison. John Carpenter's Escape from New York. Kurt Russell. Lee Van Cleef. Ernest Borgnine. Donald Pleasance. Isaac Hayes. Season Hubley. Harry Dean Stanton as Brain. Adrian Barbeau as Maggie. John Carpenter's Escape from New York. The ultimate adventure of escape and survival. Call me Snake. Very end of the movie. Pliskin? Call me Pliskin. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to say what they were saying at the beginning of it. I was like, mm. I honestly don't remember that. No. Um, that was right off the bat, real quick. Silliest part of the entire movie. I think I laughed out loud very hard when he said, Call me Pliskin at the very end. That was the stupidest <laughs> yeah. line to ever finish the movie with. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> um,. Who wants to give their thoughts first? I can, if you, I, here, I'll, I will read my review from August 13th, 2020. Yeah, I want to hear your initial review and then your updated review. And then, do you want the score that I gave it? Yeah, sure. 
Okay, I gave it a 73 out of 100. Um, I said, I don't know. I thought it was going to be something more than what it was. Maybe more sci-fi, maybe better action. I'm not sure. Didn't quite live up to the hype, but I appreciate it for the 80s action it is. Um, going into watching this movie two years ago, from what I can remember, like this is one of the, like I suppose maybe it's a cult classic. Maybe it falls into that. But it's one of the classic 80s action movies. Um, it may have been one of the movies that kind of gave Kurt Russell a bit of his start, I want to say. Um, so, like, going into it, I it it was pretty hyped up for me, like, in the movie circles that I run in, like, the Deuce cast. Um, it did not live up to that when I watched it the first time. The second time, though... Um, like this time that I I just watched it tonight as well. I liked it more than I did the first time. Um, I thought it wasn't as jarring as it was the first time. I don't know if like my palate is like evolving, if you will, to where like I can kind of look past some of the bad parts of like whether it's like how it looks on the screen, which this time I thought it looked fine. Um, or just some of the cheesy eighties ness of it. Um, so yeah, there's my thoughts. Sage. This movie was shit. I, <laughs> it was so bad. I think from pretty much every stand, I think I hate eighties movies. I was actually curious if you've like, it's of the movies that we've reviewed. I bet all of the eighties movies I have, on average, rated significantly lower than every other decade. I think I hate 80s movies, and this movie sucked. I think acting was shit, writing was even more shit, plot was shit, setting was shit, everything was shit. Like, it was, I, there was very little to no redeeming qualities about this movie for me. I didn't enjoy pretty much watching any of it, except for the fact that it was silly, and I was like, this is just stupid. Tate, your first, <laughs> your first impressions. God, I don't even know how to follow that up. Um, I am way more in line with Sage on this. I thought this movie fucking blew. I, yeah, <laughs> I literally just finished it like five, 10 minutes ago. And I think at the very beginning, I was very excited for it because I, I mean, you hear the synopsis and you're kind of like, all right, like I kind of get the just plot. Like some guy goes in, gets somebody out. And he's a bad guy. He's a prisoner, maybe. Like, or, yeah, you kind of, I think they say that in synopsis, or I think that was t- a given at the beginning. Um, so I was excited for the setup. The movie as a whole, though, was pretty bad. I mean, I can see why this is a classic. I mean, everybody that I talked to when I was like, yeah, this is the movie we're watching, the first thing they always said was classic. And I was like, all right, well, it must be pretty good. Um, but no, I was very, very disappointed by the end of it. I thought, and we'll get into it, but there's a lot about it that I just thought was very dumb and didn't like. Um, and I think mostly it's the potential of it. Like, I think I still think that that story or like that idea, the concept has a lot of potential to be a really cool, well done movie, but I feel like they just, I don't know, got lazy with it or just, I don't know. So lazy and over, like if I can jump in, one way they can make, like, because I totally agree, the concept is actually pretty cool, but it needs to be way more dystopian. Um, Give me Mad needs Max. Be, needs to be way more low key. Like, not 
the president of the United States has the <laughs> nuclear test co- or like nuclear peace thing for b- to prevent for world destruction. World. It's like none of these people fucking care. They've just been trapped on Manhattan. They're totally like that is irrelevant. But if you made it way more like uh, almost zombie apocalyptic, like yeah, they just came over a zombie apocalypse and they're trying to rebuild and they have all these criminals and they need to like now deal with these criminals. And there's like someone that's in there and they need to get them out like a child or something Well, I, like that so, way more low key, lower stakes, lower, but it could be way more intense. Yeah. But I, it was so just dumb. I the way agree. they did this movie was just dumb. I agree Point that blank. the, uh, so the things I loved. Yeah. Uh, prison, prison Island in Manhattan, dystopian, like just kind of put walls up around it, let it become its own, fucked up society of um, inmates that are doing just whatever. God knows what. But um, So I thought that was a cool idea. And I was really excited to see inside the walls in the island of New York City. Um, I think the president thing, I totally agree. I think that was the stupidest thing ever. I mean, the, the one thing that I did read is that it said that the screenplay for this was written shortly after uh, Nixon's Watergate. And so he said that, like the writer or co-writer said that the kind of feeling in the air in the U.S. was one of cynicism and hatred towards the president. And so I think that's where, yeah, I mean, that's where they kind of got a little bit of this angst and idea from. Um, and that's obvious. And that's a reason why I think it, I read that it didn't get greenlit for a little while. Um, mm. But uh, anywho, so they're. A li- there maybe was a little bit of that into choosing why the president got put into this situation. Um, but I do agree. Very dumb. Give me a lower stakes. I think what would have been cool is just give me Kurt Russell going into prison and maybe maybe he maybe he has a mission. Like a, I don't know. I think that a mission was kind of a cool po- like point of it. Um, the incentives that they gave him, so dumb. But mm-hmm. um, And all of the ins and outs of his deal. But like instead of a rescue, maybe like an assassination mission. Yeah. Like Ooh, that would be cool. Like maybe yeah. something's getting a little too restless or they think that like yeah. every 10 years they go in there and kill the new leader or whatever that starts to come about. Yeah. That would be kind of fucking sick. Get in, get out. And we'll give you like, take out this guy, get in, get out. If you can go in and take him out and successfully get to like where we can grab you, we'll get you out. But if not, yeah. you're dead. Yeah. And like, just give him that incentive so he can just kind of go Rambo. He has no rules. Um, he can do whatever that, he wants. Or you're in like prison. in the island. It's like one of those two choices. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but I that's that'd be a way lower stakes, cooler premise than. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I'm interrupting. No, you're good. And I, I was just gonna say, like, I I did like the kind of different people in this, like that kind of developed in the in the prison island, which was like your creepers or crazies or whatever they called them, which were just kind of really fucking creepy and cr- crazy. I mean, I liked those guys. I liked that idea of like a different kind of gang that surfaces that everyone's kind of scared of in this district. Um, and then I liked the Duke and how he was kind of the ruler. I liked, I liked a lot of the, the like psychology or the uh, social science behind what happens in the walls of this prison. But yeah, I mean, general goal of the movie was bad, which made the rest of the movie bad. I don't know. We just rambled a lot, Jacob. What are your thoughts on all that? Um, you know, the old guy that's sitting around the fire, when he goes down to the basement yeah, of the like, theater. Yeah. Have you guys seen The Wedding Singer? Yes. Do you but, know the old guy at the bar? I saw it a long time ago. 
I could not um, finish that movie. Or Old Man Withers and from Wayne's World. No, <laughs> that sounds well, familiar. Same guy. I just found that out. Um, Carmen Philippe, Philpy. Carmen Philpy. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't really disagree with you guys. I, like, I don't think I'm as low on this as you guys are. Um, when I said I liked it more, I liked it more than a 73. Spoiler alert, it's not much more than a 73, probably. Um, the, I, do, uh, I do think, really quick, I, th- I think I would like this more the second time, now that I've... yeah. Now that the expectations are taken away and I know what it the film is, I think I could yeah. watch it again. I'm not excited to watch again. I'm not dying to. Yeah. But if I happen to watch it again in, in the future, I probably would appreciate it or like it more for other reasons. Yeah. And like, I like Kurt Russell as an actor. Um, I think there's a, okay. So Kurt Russell's got a son that's acting now, Wyatt Russell. Um, he was actually in a Marvel show. He was in the Falcon and the winter soldier. And I must've watched Falcon and the winter soldier must've came out after I watched this because, or I'm just more familiar with like his son's face. And like, when I think of Kurt Russell, I think of old Kurt Russell, not young Kurt Russell. Boy, they look the same. It's crazy. He kind of looks like Patrick Swayze a little bit in roadhouse. Yeah, I could see that. Um, let me just pull up a picture of Wyatt Russell here. Um, oh, that's Wyatt Russell. Yeah. What else is he in? He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Oh, he's a villain in something I've watched. Yeah. What is he a villain in? Uh, Jamie, pull up his TV shows or movies. Yeah. Here, I guess I can keep sharing that. Um, he's like a really fucked up character. I feel like it was a Black Mirror episode. It says he oh, was in Black Mirror. He was in the Black Mirror about the video game one where they hook him up and he's like testing the new video game about the haunted house. Remember that one? That one is like one of the best Black Mirrors ever. Playtest, um, yeah. This one? Yeah, that's the one Play where test? he's he's the yeah. test of a video game, of a new like VR video game. I stopped watching Black Mirror after like episode one. I just... I haven't seen all of them, but I, watching it. I I like yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, um, he was in 22 Jump Street. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Wait, was it the uh, first one? 21 Jump Street? Yeah, that's the second one. Yeah. Yep. It says he was in 21 uh, Jump Street too. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that that was Kurt Russell's kid. Yeah, I definitely yeah. recognize his face. I just I feel yep. like he was in something else. Um, let's see. Under the Banner of Heaven. Did you watch that Hulu show, Sage? No. Did you watch the movie The Woman in the Window? You read the book. <laughs> you read the book, right? <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> that was the worst book I've read probably in my entire life. If you think I would ever watch that movie, I, I would remember. I would rather watch Escape from I, New York ten times in a row. Than I, I would be willing to watch Sage, Woman in the Window. Sage, I couldn't remember if you watched the movie or read the book. I couldn't remember which one it was. My my ass. No um, way I would ever watch that movie. Did you see Overlord? No, I don't think so. Shimmer Lake. That sounds like a horror movie. You probably didn't see that. Table nineteen. Um, everybody wants some. I, I don't know what you've seen. It. Prisoner. I, yeah. I was just looking through it. I didn't recognize any except okay. Black Mirror. Um. Yeah, that's that's his kid. Um, but yeah, they look so similar at like the same age. Like that was mind blowing to me. Um, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, like 
this movie is like not that good. Shit. <laughs> I see like I, I I'm not gonna call it shit because like there's fun parts of it. And like I think no. Kurt Russell is good. I like the I like Cabby, Ernest Borgnine. Um I like Brain. Yeah, yeah brain. I like Brain. I like this um, nameless Brain. That's pretty much it. That was pretty much it. Brain. This is becoming like a Harry Dean Stanton podcast. You know, you know, little Dickie song called, or no, uh, it's called Pillow Talk, but he has a verse by Brain, which is just his brain. It's so <laughs> no. funny. You have to throw. I'll send you like little. You can cut that part out, but I'll send you little like clips, audio clips of where goes. Do not talk to the Brain. <laughs> Don't call Brain names. Um. I thought at times Donald Pleasant as the president was good. Other times I was like, this is the stupidest character ever, like at the end. Yeah. Um, the whole ending. We'll get into that. But the whole ending was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you what. I really like. Oh, actually, before that, my first note. Um, Air Force One crashed a little close to the Twin Towers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> little too close. <laughs> When they had the little animation of it too, I was like, "Ooh, not good." <laughs> um, the little goal fire, the little plane he has was pretty damn sick. I liked the little glider, the thing. little stealth glider. Yeah, I liked that. The whole um, landing scene was stupid, but yeah, the stealth glider was cool. I thought that the like, um, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> yeah, anywho, the way he stopped it, and I thought something was gonna happen in the building that he landed it in because they like kind of hinted at it with something moving in the background. So that whole like him landing scene, I was just like, you don't even need, need to really show me because it never came back up that it was in a bad spot other than they just pushed off the roof, which they could have done that regardless. Um, but like, I feel like they made a big deal about like the spot that it was in and how he wouldn't be able to take off again. And like that never comes back up. I thought there was going to be something around that. Um, yeah. And then, well, and I think the first note that I have after that is... Uh, the last thing that I thought I was going to see in this prison island was a somewhat organized musical. I was <laughs> stunned by that. I thought I was going to see debauchery and crime and like drugs and so much violence and everything. Like to see a musical as the first thing, I was very surprised. But I kind of, I mean, in hindsight, I kind of like it. It's just a couple people in prison that don't care. They just want to enjoy their musical. Probably the only thing I liked about this movie was that one tune that they would do whenever it kind of like got into like a like upbeat or intense moment and they just brought in a cowbell. It was like dun, 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 dun. it was like yeah. <laughs> like so so John Carpenter um did the music for this as well. Um I think he does the music for all of his movies. I know for a fact that he also did the Halloween theme. Pretty impressive dude to like be like a director and to come up with like one of the. There was a moment in this movie where there was a tune that almost sounded exactly like Halloween. Yeah. yeah. That, that that was that happened pretty early on. Yep. And um, you could definitely get the horror director elements from this movie. Mm-hmm. There's cool. a lot of. I thought there's gonna be a lot more like jumpy, scary things, but you definitely got the horror mm-hmm. side of it. I feel like yeah. for people in the early '80s, this would have been much more intense and scary than it is now. Oh, for sure. Um, the, uh, so when he kind of goes downstairs, finds the wristband and breaks it off, finds out it's not the president. Um, Hey, what was that guy doing to that guy in the bathroom? Was it stabbing him? 
Mm, you're just like beating him up. The guy that had the president's tracker where he was like in there and some guy was like either wailing on him, but it didn't really sound like it. It sounded like he's like stabbing him or something. I don't mm. think he was stabbing him. My guess I think he was beating him. Maybe beating him. Yeah. It was just a weird scene. Cause like, it was all super weird. Yeah. It was all really bad. And like, I remember my problem with it. Like first off was like, they like should have gone weirder. Yeah. You know what I mean? They went borderline weird. Like, like toe the line like that Brazil to, like get weird like Brazil was weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Brazil was. Sage the doesn't get that movie. reference. He wasn't on that episode. Yeah, and he never watched it. It was no, like the... I remember. Remember Harrison was so keen on me watching it, and then I watched the trailer, and I was like, mm, nope. You're gonna be sad. You never watched that movie. Was um, it an '80s movie? Yeah, probably. Yeah, like '86. I think I hate the '80s. <laughs> um, you might. Yeah, but I, 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 I think that they could have, uh, this movie definitely could have gone weirder and creepier and darker. I think it towed a little bit of the Hollywood line with. It, was, it needed to calm down. No, also, it needed to ramp it up. Saying the everyone, opposite of what we were saying. Yeah, we, it needed to ramp it up. I mean, like, calm down with the premise. Sure, the calm plot. down with the premise and ramp it up with all the characters inside. For, yeah, it needs to be way more low key, like, to everyone. Like, it needs to be just this simple plot thing that's happening like what happens in demon manhattan stays in demon manhattan story it's not like uh the president and the world depends on this it's like things you just really don't want to know about that's what this story is about just a fucked up debauchery yeah just give me some of the wildest shit give me some fucked up scenes that i'm never going to want to watch again I don't that's know what this that. movie was but for. What was, I was about to say something, and you guys stopped me, and that's really frustrating because I forgot it. Mm. Don't say you guys. I didn't say anything. You stopped me. I'm pretty sure it was you. Stopped you. You stopped me. When? You, what were we just talking it'll about? It'll come back to you. We were talking about the tracker the and him beating him slowly, up. And... You were saying slow okay. down. And this is saying... bull. How in the world did everyone know who Snake Plissken was? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Snake Plissken. I've heard of you. They don't really like, give too much. There is no news in dystopian <laughs> yeah. Manhattan. How do you know who Snake Plissken is? And this was... You guys have been there for like decades. Ten years. No, ten years they've been there. For the most part, probably. Yeah. Cabby was there for 30 years. Yeah. But or was like, it only a prison for 10? It was only a prison for 10. The movie At the beginning of the movie, it said 1988. Because like when it said that, I was like, when was this yeah. movie made? Is this supposed to be in the future? And it said 1988 was when they turned it into a prison. And then it mm-hmm. says now it's 1997. Yeah, says nine years. Well, yeah, Cabby so, said he's been driving cabs in this town for thirty years. Yeah, so I think he's probably just never left. Leave. He's probably just not yeah. a criminal. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that'd be funny. Yeah, give me that character. It's just all of a sudden a criminal town. He's like, oof, oof. This, <laughs> this clientele got weird. <laughs> I need to go but, big for gas now. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, I know that Snake Plissken guy. I I know. I'm like, fuck off. Yeah, this is the dumbest shit. Yeah, like, it was kind of dumb. And a I wanted to know his. I, I wanted to know more about him, and then B. I wanted to know about his eye patch. That was like the one thing that I wanted to know. Yeah, about his eye patch movie. was that really f- annoying. P- that pissed me off so much. Yeah, if you give someone really an eye bad. patch, give me a fucking reason. I don't. I yeah. don't know why it's gonna bother me for the whole movie. Mm. No, See, I'm not bothered. But I was never bothered by the eye patch. It was oh, really, I kept it was looking. Really I was just stupid. like, now they're gonna reveal it. Now yeah, it's like you, he me. definitely no. would have been better without an eye patch. No. Yeah, they just tried no. to do like the most ideal criminal. Yeah, look. <laughs> they definitely tried to make him like a pirate criminal. No, he was, was no very stupid. No, no, 
was, he's just a cool character design. That's all it is. I don't in know. What and I like world it. Does I think it's cool character out. designs include an eye patch. If I was going to write a book um, on how one, to make a cool character, name three other cool characters with eye patches. Nick Fury. He's not that cool. semi cool. I mean, that's Samuel L. Jackson. You can't get much cooler than that. Yeah, that's the coolest card of Nick Fury is it's acted Uh, by Samuel L. Jackson. Every other aspect is not that cool. Who is another? Did, um, who is the... if you say a pirate, you're going (laughs) to... I was going to say, all I can think of is Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, hmm. Other... I patched. Uh, I'll give you. I'll uh, give you a week. Characters. I'll give you a week uh, to draw up a list, and you won't. And movies with eye patches. I just googled it, and Moody, Pirates. Professor Moody. Oh yeah, Mad Eye Moody. That's, um, a That's a good one. That's a good one. But there's a reason why he doesn't have an eye. Oh, Rooster Cogburn from True Grit. Mm. That's a cool character. Do you know how he loses his eye? No. The governor from Walking Dead. That guy was pretty creepy. I don't remember him. He was the prison oh, or the other society governor, and he loses his he eye. Have, he he, he had like his daughter patch. was a zombie. Yeah, he okay, didn't have an eye patch, him. but he gets one. Okay. Um, Emilio Largo was a James Bond villain. Yeah, that's pretty cool. In Thunderball. Anywho, now I wanted, I wanted to you. just know all those. This protagonist with my patch. Yeah. Rare. Maybe Wait, maybe we Rooster Cogburn's be one. a protagonist. Mad Eye yep. Moody's a protagonist. That's true. There is two right there. You could even argue that Snake Pills. Isn't Plisk- Mad Eye Plisk- Moody Plisk- the one that betrayed? No, no, when no. no. So it's the the thing is in the fir- in when we are first introduced to Mad Eye Moody, um, it's not actually Mad Eye Moody, it's, it's a guy with a bunch of polyjuice potion. It's uh the That's right. Um, one guy's son. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fake Mad Eye. Anywho. Yeah. Rooster Cogburn's a. Anywho, enough eye patch talk. Protagonist. Um, I just wanted to know more about him. I I was kind of irritated that everybody single in prison knew him. Um, but yeah. Speaking of uh the scene with the creepers, so I think I talked about it earlier the crazies. That was probably one of my favorite scenes in this, and it turned out to be not much, which I was sad about. Like, I thought that that was going to be... I thought that they were going to show up again either later or show up multiple times uh, in different key situations. If it, even one more time, please, just give me them one more time. Like, let me let them disrupt a little bit more. They were a cool aspect, but um, that whole scene was pretty weird, and I kind of... But I did like how that bitch died really fast. <laughs> yeah. I thought she was going to be, like, a love interest for the whole movie, and I was I, like... I know, but that was so dumb that she was like, oh, Snake! Spin them all, uh, and then just dies. Yeah, no, that was good. That's better than her being a love interest. Um, yeah, um, speaking of women in this movie, hubba hubba, Maggie, Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, they really dooted her up. Hut. She was hot. <laughs> I she I oh man, she ended up being one of the dumbest characters in this movie. Like at her last scene, I was like, yeah, no doubt. But very hot. Um. And yeah, don't know why she's in prison, but you know, happens. Um, the so I think after he gets chased by the crazies and he gets out of there is when the cabbie takes him to Brain. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did like the only thing we know about him really. Well, I guess 
we were told his crimes. I want to kind of know more about him than that. But we did hear about him and Harold knowing each other, which that was cool. Yes. And we also, I mean, we also, they said that he was the youngest person ever to be like, get like received. Maybe it was the Medal, Medal of, Honor, of Honor or at least. Um, it was like four Purple Hearts was, or something. Yeah. Decorated by the president, whatever it was. Um, and we know that his crime was like robbing the, the Federal Fed. Reserve or whatever. So like we know some stuff. I, I think that's that was plenty of background. I guess me. yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's just the eye patch that I really bothered me. Maybe it is just that. Um, it seemed like a very stiff punishment for being yeah. like a decorated. I was I was expecting him to be like a serial murderer or like a super assassin. But when they were like, he's a decorated like a veteran of the United States military that robbed a bank, and we're punting him into this like <laughs> hell island. <laughs> hell island i was like okay there's well, no see, way like th- that's there's no way your circumstances feel, can be that bad for you no but i feel like that's the point like is him. that um it was like any crime you commit you're getting sent to new york yeah like, pretty much <laughs> which i kind of like <laughs> yeah like no lenience policy that's like, what makes your musical prisoners <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're just like one they got caught with like an ounce of weed and then they were just like well fuck yeah. me they had a possession. They're like, you're sending me to what? To where? <laughs> if uh, that's the case, then okay, I'll bite. But still very yeah. dumb. But I don't think that was the case. Thus, I think it was really dumb. So the thing that I also thought was dumb, the only thing that I thought was really dumb in the scene with Harold, I like Harry Dean Stanton a lot. Um, and I actually think he, was act, acting-wise, was maybe the best one in this movie, and he wasn't even great. Um, I have to agree. He, uh, like, their whole scene was great. I like that they had a history in the past, and um, Harold double-crossed him kind of thing, fucked him over, um, which gave him kind of a leg up in the conversation. And then, but the stupidest thing about it was when he was just like, if the president's, like, dead within 20, 20 hours, then they don't care about him, he's worth nothing, and you guys have no uh, joker in your hand. And... Like Harry Dean Stanton was like, I call bullshit. And then like, I feel like really quickly the scene just turned to tell me where he is or I'm going to shoot you. And he was like, all right, I'll tell you. He's like, you're a smart man, Harold. I was like, stupidest line I ever could have heard. <laughs> was, he's supposed to be this insanely smart guy and he didn't even seem that bright. He just got a gun pointed on him and changed his mind. And they're all like, I knew you were smart, Harold. Other than making gas, yeah. the guy was not that bright which we'll get into another not bright thing that he did that also seemed to not really be real, which is the diagram. Oh, yeah. So dumb. I liked that as an as a as a goal of the prisoners. I like that there kind of was this secret diagram that they had to cross a bridge and like dodge the landmines. I was like, "Oh, that's a cool idea." Um and they were planning this whole overthrow. That was cool. Whole diagram turned out to be bullshit and slash not even matter. They didn't even really use it. Um, so that was turned out to be a nothing, but I'm getting ahead of myself. My next note was um, in all caps. I said, the Duke has the fucking coolest car I've ever seen. With the chandeliers. Yeah. The dual chandeliers on the hood. That's pretty baller. Yeah. I still don't. I'm, I'm well. No, I'm not going to get into that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that was my only note there. My next note, which we can talk about more, is the Broadway 
uh, issue. Hmm. Stupid. That's so stupid. Yeah, that was useless. When he was just like, don't go Broadway. Don't go on Broadway. And he just goes on Broadway and they're fine. And they're fine. just throwing pebbles at him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, what are you doing? And like hey, the issue hey. was that there was like a big roadblock of cars. Like it, You know what I mean? That would seem like a way bigger issue. <laughs> yeah. If there like, was just like, because like, hey, Maggie, hinted, say, don't go on Broadway. It's boarded it's blocked. off. <laughs> it's blocked. I'd be like, yeah. like, yeah, then don't go down Broadway. Like when they, the way that they teed it up, it was just like, shit's going to happen on Broadway. Like you'll maybe, you'll maybe make it through, but shit's going to happen. You better be careful. Um, which I like. Why'd they drive so slow? I like, so slow. So slow. They just were taking every, yeah, they wanted every tiny rock. rock. And those people go for the tires. What the whole time I was like, slash these motherfuckers tires, make them regret this decision i was like this is ridiculous they're just throwing pebbles and cans and they're like hey get off my lawn like this is the dumbest shit they were so dumb um yeah and then when the block happened i was just like why did that not come up when they talked about don't going down broadway and then it was the stupidest way to get through it which is just drive through it which was a wall of cars in reverse right yeah Still, though, I don't think that's how that really works. Well, it actually makes sense because you're not driving with the engine, so you like well to go reverse. Sure. The of- but I don't think you're. I don't think a car in reverse is gonna knock out a wall of cars. Oh no, that's would just, But it actually yeah. makes sense. Like, well, I it guess makes sense to go reverse. Fence backwards, yeah. Sure, but anywho, that was all dumb. The very dumb scene. Um, which this movie kind of runs, runs quick because I think we're over halfway. <laughs> but oh way over yeah um then they get to the train where they're holding the president we're near the end yeah we're pretty near the end which is awesome best part about this movie hour and a half um get to the train to the president that was the stupidest plan to get in and get mm-hmm. out they really just didn't have a plan um and then it takes us basically to the random boxing scene which or the random so gladiator bad. scene I was excited for it when it was starting. It couldn't have been Hated worse. It. it was pretty bad. It was bad. It couldn't have been worse. It was pretty bad. The action, I at least wanted the action of it to be really good. It was not. No, it wasn't. Um, I'm. The more we talk about this, I'm really not going to give this a good score. That's fine. It's going to be <laughs> It's going to be bad. I think that's I'm okay. I'm shocked that Jacob's in the 70s. That's, it's fine. Hey. We all have we all have our loves and hates. Yeah, I mean, I I just like this again. Maybe one of those things where like I've seen more movies than you guys, and I've seen more bad movies than you guys, especially. <laughs> you know, so like this isn't a bad movie. Like it's not good, but like there's way worse movies out there. Sage Jacob has seen Dune from the '80s. Yes. I would That's never a sub- bad yeah. movie. Yeah. The thing I would never subject myself to that. It's a bad movie. <laughs> you have a choice and you can choose not to watch that. I'm glad Jacob I, watched it cuz I'd always be curious though. Yeah. No. I like watching old movies or bad movies because it makes me appreciate the good ones more or even the semi-decent you know? ones. Like yeah. I can see this as being a Semi-decent movie considered all movies in the entire like universe. Old, Blonde, Space Jam 2, Eurovision, Paul Blart Mall Cop, Tall Girl, Artemis Fowl, The Core, The Tax Collector, Battle Royale 2, 
the second Borat, Morbius, Sausage Party, The House, Dune. Morbius. Deep Sausage Water, Party was Chaos so Walking. Bad. Sausage Party was awesome. The that second Coming so to America, the 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie. Home Alone 3, The 355, Major Pain, Bliss, like Money Plane. That's bad movies. Just don't watch them. Melancholia. Yes, agreed. <laughs> but just don't watch them. All right, let's move on. <laughs> the next One of the next notes I had, which I think kind of ha- happened simultaneously with the boxing ring or the gladiator scene, um, was I thought it was so dumb. So dumb. When he was shooting at the president, and he accidentally shoots the briefcase and it opens and they all go, oh, yeah. what? what? How's that not the first thing you do? Yeah. And for them to like, I mean, if they were like had a reason for it maybe, or, which I don't even know what it'd be, but they never bring it up why they haven't opened it. They never obviously think to open it until they accidentally open it and say, oh, like they've never seen one before. And like... Why, like, they didn't gather the papers. No. They just let weirdo, big hair guy take the tape. Yeah. Like, well, they use the briefcase to give it back to them to say, give a deal with us. Um, huh? They, they took the briefcase, they stuffed their own papers with a message inside of it. That's when they oh. were calling the helicopter down and they were like flagging the helicopter down and then they all ran. There's the briefcase. They grabbed the briefcase, took it back, opened it, and there was just a note that said, bring this bring us a escape route to this place at this time. Um, and we will bring the president or we'll bring what's in the briefcase. They made a deal basically. Oh, I mean, I completely missed that. Yeah. So they used the briefcase. Okay. But the fact that they didn't open the briefcase until accidentally. Yeah. An hour into this movie was so dumb. Like if a guy's got a, got something chained to his arm. And they know it's the president. Yeah, you'd think that like they'd want to know what's in there. Yeah. So dumb. Okay, so I made that note that that pissed me off. That whole scene pissed me off. Um, and he's just wasting bullets. So dumb. But that kind of gets us just basically to the end where they lose the glider. Clearly doesn't really matter. They take the bridge out. And this is where a lot of my gripe comes in with the movie is this everything, because I was excited for them to get to the bridge, have to use the diagram, the map to like navigate through it. I thought it was going to be really difficult. And they just basically blast through this without yeah. even re- referencing the map. And like some mines are going off, like two mines go off while they're driving. He doesn't even look at the map though or, or give him any, until he's just like, stay left or something like that. And then Stay the, left and then go right. Well, yeah, and then the car when hits one. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh shit, they lost the car but they were barely using the map and they were just bl- driving 90 miles an hour, 90, 90 miles an hour through it. That was dumb. Um, and then when they're on foot, <laughs> the diagram was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, because Snake went right when he said to go left and Snake was... Yeah, and he was the only one that was like, left, everybody, left, left, left. And then he blew up and died from a mine. And it was like, well, everything you were hyping this diagram up to be was wrong anyways, so didn't matter and then it leads into the next dumbest thing which was maggie Mm, yeah so stupid when she was just like i'll stay behind well and i thought that she was gonna be smart about it 
Yeah, she I agree. Not. I thought she was going to like do something a little clever. Yeah, I thought she was going to do something clever and like wait till he stops or gets out of his car and then like pull the gun on him and they're going to have a whatever. She probably wasn't going to stop him, but um, the fact that she starts shooting at him when he's like a mile away still, and he just rams into her and kills her. I was like, Maggie, you idiot. Anywho, what um, was the quote that the that the guy had the president calling him? Um, uh, what the it was hell like was that? a something. Yeah, whatever it was, it was dumb. You're a number one. Yeah, a number you're one. the Duke. You're a number one. Dumb. Dumb. I don't know. You don't. I don't understand it. No. There's nothing to understand. There's no. Yeah, nothing behind it. He just yells it, and yeah. Yeah, Wait, I don't then, know. I don't have that much on this. Movie. No, I. I mean, like the last thing that we see is him finally climb the wall as they kill the Duke, and. The president's getting ready for a speech and the whole kind of like, I feel like if I was in 1981 watching this movie in the theaters and like at this very last scene when he like walks away with his cigarette after he says the dumbest line in the world of telling people to call him snake the whole time. He says, call me Pilsner or whatever. Um, Pilsner. And then he like. Pliskin. He throws the cigarette and the tape that he gave him Okay, this is gets the other thing. The tape that he gave him was a was uh, music, and he has the actual tape in his hand, and he just rips it and tears it and breaks it up. I like that part. I, I like that I he was that testing the in, president at the end there. Yeah. Of like, if you respond to this correctly, I'll, I'll give, give you the it, real I'll tape. I'll give you the real tape. Yeah. And the president was an asshole. Um, yeah. And when he rips it up, but I think what this gets back to, I that would be a totally fine ending, and that was cool. Like, I'm fine with like that is like a little last trick that he plays to get like as his savvy self. Um, but at least listen to the goddamn tape when you have the option. Like that's, I was like, tell me what's on this tape. I mean that it's just the MacGuffin type of deal where it's, it doesn't matter what's on it. It's, it's just te- theoretically world saving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it. Yeah. I just like, if they never would have started the tape, yeah. I wouldn't have been interested in knowing what's on it. But the fact that yeah. they started it and you listen to like five seconds of it, I was like, at least you should now at this point listen to it. Don't your curiosity peak a little bit? Right. Anywho. All right, yeah. that was my last gripe with it. I don't have it much else. Sage, you got anything else? No. This All movie right. should did not you guys, be considered a classic. Did you guys know... That's all I have to say. Do you guys know that there's a sequel? Yes, Escape from L.A. <laughs> and it's done like 15 years like later. Like 20 years later. Um, no, Talk 15. about desperation. Yeah. 1981 plus 15 is 1996. Oh, yeah, you're right. I just remembered it was late 90s. Yeah. yeah. Um, again, directed by John Carpenter, but uh, Steve Buscemi's in it. Nice. Pam Greer. Peter Fonda. I, I've heard this one sucks, sucks. <laughs> and I, I want to watch it. I don't trust you. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't trust you. What do you mean you don't trust me? This what does movie, that mean? This movie's shit. Yeah, yeah but, but like 
I've heard that one's like bad. Escape bad. from L.A. would be like old bad. Yeah. <laughs> For casting at the time, Kurt Russell described his character as mercenary, and his style of fighting is a combination of Bruce Lee, the Exterminator, and Darth Vader. There with Eastwood's vocalness. That's the dumbest That's shit. The stupidest combination of. That's the dumbest shit. Fighting combination. And he didn't the exterminator? even fight. He barely fought. What the do you mean the exterminator? I don't he know. He probably uh, threw a combined film, six to eight vigilante film. But the I mean, just those two in one sentence of a combination of fighting Bruce Lee and Darth Vader. What? This movie is shit. I'm gonna give it a bad score. It said that he uh, Bad. It said that for Kurt, Kurt Russell, though, this was kind of a breakout role for him because he apparently was doing a bunch of Disney comedies leading up to this. So he was just and trying to break his break I think out of his show. Right after this, he was the voice of um, the Coon Dog and um, Fox and the Hound, the Hound Dog. Did you know that he was the voice of the the hell's that dog's name? Um, Copper. Yeah, he was the voice of Copper, and then he did another um, John Carpenter movie, The Thing, in 82. Um, Fox and the Hound, what a sad movie. You guys ever watch that one? Wow. <clears throat> Listen to this. Sorry, I was reading about the filming. I have never seen Fox and the Hound. It's sad. Um, Carpenter and his crew persuaded New York City to shut off the electricity to 10 blocks at a time at night because pretty much all of the filming for this movie was shot at night. Uh, shot from August to November in 1980. Um, and they said that we'd finished shooting at about 6 a.m. just as the sun was coming up and... Um, we would wake up around 5 or 6 p.m. when about the sun was going down um, to start shooting. And he said, we did this for about two and a half months straight That where they never really saw much daylight. Wow. That would be really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be tough. And the, uh, yeah. the fight scene with the character's name was Slag, the big mm. dude, was an actual professional wrestler. He looked okay. like it. Yeah, I can see it. Who was it? Does it say? Uh, Ox Baker. Mm, I don't know who that is. Yeah. Hmm. All righty. Well, should we get into some scores here? Yeah. Yes. All righty. From the aggregators, a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 76 on Metacritic. Higher. This is higher than the Green Mile on Metacritic. It's so insane. That's there's so many. <laughs> That's bonkers. Anyone who calls this a classic is wrong. I can see it's a classic, a classic if I grew movie up with it. That if you ever want context of um, like a movie that you never want to watch again, but oh, that y'all were talking about whether or not you're going to watch it. I'm never going to watch this again. Zero percent chance. I asked my dad if he's seen it, and he said no. Is it a movie? And I said, yeah, I figured it was a boomer favorite. <laughs> and he said, I'm not a boomer. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have another one of those? Yeah, you guys were saying like Cool Hand Luke was like a movie at the time, and I mentioned it to my grandparents, and they're like, oof, that was not a great movie. 
Yeah, but they were wrong and you were wrong. Yeah. Definitely cool Hand Luke is cool a very good Luke. movie. No, both of you are cool. Very Hand wrong. Luke is like my favorite character ever, so stop talking shit about him. <laughs> well, he shouldn't be shit. <laughs> um, did you give your score? Has, has anybody given their score yet? Um, no, I guess we haven't. I can, I can give mine. I so you guys brought me back down. <laughs> Don't let us bring <laughs> you back down. I wonder why. Don't let us bring you back down. Well, not like I'm. Not, I'm just gonna keep it at a seventy-three. Yeah. Like. I, I was going to give it like maybe five points more. Um, it's a fine action 80s movie. I don't know. Sage? 34. It was a shit movie. I struggled watching this movie. I literally don't think there's any redeeming qualities besides the cowbell in like any intense scenes. I really hated wow. this movie and I will never watch it again. And I hate the 80s. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'm going to give it a 55, which is pretty much right dead center of you two. Um, I was just looking back at some of the movies we reviewed, and it's definitely by far better than Citizen Kane, um, which is hilarious to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But slightly less than, slightly worse than my left foot. So that's my rating on it. That's how I'm judging this. Somebody ever asked me about it? That's my quote on it. It's somewhere between my left foot and Citizen Kane. <laughs> and then I'll let them take that as they will. So, Jacob, we're going to go into your pick? We are. I'm searching right now. Nice. The whole last minute search. Figure out what the hell I want to do. God damn. None of these movies are... How are there so many streaming services and no movies streaming? Because they're all putting out their own shit streaming movies. I imagine Netflix is like, I would love to see that stat on how many movies that are streaming on their platform that are theirs compared, or like just the percentage of their movies that are not theirs over time. Because I bet you it's just going down, 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 down. I was on Netflix the other day and they had shit. Gosh darn it. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, you know what? We're going to watch this movie. Um, it is from the year 2000, starring Jim Carrey and Renee Zellweger. Um, we are going to watch Me, Myself, and Irene. I've actually never seen that. I haven't either. I've heard it's fantastic. And my mom loves it. A nice guy cop with dissociative identity disorder must protect a woman on the run from a corrupt ex-boyfriend and his associates. Nice. First Jim Carrey movie. That's a shame. Uh, yeah. That's our first Jim Carrey movie. Well, I've seen a but, lot I mean, of Jim Carrey movies. Technically, it's not. Oh, Eternal Sunshine. And I did a mini-sode on The Truman oh, Show. Oh, Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, um, so we have done a... Uh, couple jim carries but yep and is, it is streaming on amazon prime love it wow that's awesome Whew. all right i've never seen it yeah i haven't either i'm uh, two hours two hours is the most typical thing ever don't bark at that yeah 156 that's a fine one 156 it's under two <laughs> yes dickhead um so one of the reasons i chose this is one of my favorite political commentators um uh, michael knowles 
um, considers this his favorite movie of all time. Whoa. And thinks it may be one of the greatest movies ever made. That's um, high praise for what bullshit. I have in my head of what this movie is. I know. I know. He, uh, it's bullshit. I, I, I was pretty sure it was this movie and it was because I, I searched his Twitter and I, um, in 2022, <laughs> this is a funny tweet. He said, happy 60th birthday to Jim Carrey. He may be a leftist lunatic, but he also made perhaps the greatest movie of all time. Me, myself, and Irene. um yeah so there we go that is that that's what we're gonna watch me myself and irene um it's streaming on amazon prime um a a farley brothers movie oh yeah um i'll give it the old farley five point bump or uh not bump what do we call that knock you don't like farley brothers movies I think he's mistaking him for Weinstein. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> insane that you would mistake Farley for Weinstein. Like Chris Farley? Yeah. No. No, or, no, no not, like, not like Chris Farley. No, no, no. It's F-A-R-R-E-L-L-Y. Maybe Farley Brothers. Um, let's see. They did... There's something about Mary, Dumb and Dumber, Kingpin. Um, like I said, me, myself, and Irene. Sage, like the Cohen, they're, like a, they're like the Coen brothers. Of comedies. Ooh. Of okay. Comedies, yeah. Mm, interesting. Sage Sage was picking up what I was putting down. That's all I needed. Which is insane. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be either. And all right, no knock for this. No <laughs> premature knock. Okay. <laughs> so um that was an average score of fifty-four for Escape from New York. If you would like to get in contact with us, you can shoot us an email at gd4ampodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at gd4gd.movies. Follow us on Twitter at gd4gd underscore movies. Leave us a five-star rating or and or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, any of the podcatchers that takes ratings and or reviews. And if not, I'm going to put you on Hell Island. I'm going to make you watch Jacob's top five worst movies he's ever seen on repeat. Oof. I'm going to inject some dissolving capsules that'll kill you to your neck and trick you with it, though, beforehand. Yeah. I'll catch you next week at the movies. easy dumb movie i hated that movie i was so glad when it ended i kind of it 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 i should have said this live but it satisfied me a little bit <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was looking for like a dumb action. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was looking for a dumb action, but it satisfied my need to kind of see a shit. Turn movie. your brain off. Yeah. Um, it reset me. I did learn how to make legitimate mashed potatoes, like fancy mashed potatoes. And wow, they are better than like normal mashed potatoes. Like mm, by a better than mark. instant mashed potatoes. Cause I don't know. Not even close. <laughs> like instant mashed potatoes are better. You're right. No, like I was like, I only want to make legitimate mashed potatoes forever. When I got my wisdom teeth out, I ate so many instant mashed potatoes. 